Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Overship has connected. And you the man the egg. Happy Friday to you, North America. The Mothership has connected. Welcome aboard. It's the four-hour deflector shield shindig. DA with you from the CBS Sports Radio Studios in New York City. Broadcasting to affiliates nationwide and north of the border. Anchorage to Atlanta, West Texas to West Babylon, Kalamazoo, and Waterloo. We are on the air. They listening, D.A. Everything we saying, D.A. Everything. Oh, we're in for a good show today. Oh, we're in for a good show today. As you know, we embark upon the final four hours of Mraz here on the D.A. show before he moves down the hall. Nice big promotion for him to the local side of things and their Brand new afternoon drive show. He'll be one of the voices there starting on Monday. So we will salute. We will bid a fond farewell. Adieu. To 10 plus years here on the DA show with Mraz as the executive producer. Coming your way over the course of this morning. We'll have one final move. Mystery guest. Next hour, live in studio. Also, we have become accustomed to the brilliant montage known as the Year of the Buffoon over the last couple of years. Pete, the body, the mind behind the muscle here. And... Today is no different. Not only will we deliver you an abridged version of the year of the buffoon, basically it's half year of the buffoon coming your way later, but also a very special gift. Let's call it decade of the buffoon. The best of all of the buffoons also coming your way this morning. We'll also have our farewells, myself, Bogish, and Pete the Body, But we want yours as well. And so Target Demo Friday is going to be a little different today. Tell us where you are, how you're listening. And if you'd like to salute Mraz with some nice words or some razzing, some roasting or some toasting, some trashing or some booskies, or maybe both, you can tweet at me, DA on CBS. I would get them in now. 
DA on CBS on Twitter. We'll also put up that thread on Facebook at facebook.com slash the DA show. And we will even go to the phones as well, because I know Mraz means a lot to a lot of you. And so during that segment, we will get to you guys rapid fire on the phones. That's going to be hour three, okay? Hour three at 8.20 Eastern time, 5.20 Pacific. So here's how the 8 o'clock hour is going to go. Third hour of the show. 8 a.m. Eastern time, decade of the buffoon. 8.20 Eastern time, 5.20 Pacific. We'll do Target Demo Friday with you guys, tweets, Facebook messages, and calls, okay? We're going to keep this thing rolling, keep this thing flowing. Might have a few surprises along the way, but a lot to get to this morning on the show, and so let's do this. We actually start with something called sports. As Deion Sanders, head coach of the Colorado Buffaloes, alma mater, of one Andrew Kaplan. He is not going to make Pac-12 media days. He's got that foot thing going on. Got all this stuff going on in his foot. Risk of amputation at one point in time. But it has not prevented the buffs from getting some of the most gambling action in the nation. This story is really interesting. Who bets on the Colorado Buffaloes aside from degenerate gamblers and Buffs alumni? But right now, because of the Dion effect, the Buffs are one of the most bet on teams this season. Not only over under win total, but also their opening line against TCU. They'll open up against a team that played for a national championship this past January. And so the question becomes... Would you wager on Dion's team just because it's Dion? It's where we begin. You're cold open. The coaching staff, um, the atmosphere, the city, uh, the publicity, the structure, the discipline, um, the academics, the graduation rate, uh, the food and the cafeteria. I could keep going because this thing is getting good. Just, just everything. It's hard to say no. I don't believe it. The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rending. It's DA's top story. Here he goes. It's your cold open. Oh, this is getting good. Now that's Dion back when he took the job. And my answer is, yeah. I think because Dion Sanders brings a level of attention and notoriety that you don't get for a lot of other college football programs that were not on your radar before the season coming in. You probably have some idea about the Georgia Bulldogs. You probably have some idea about Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, USC, programs like that that were in the in the conversation last year or have had some big names or big moves over the last couple of years, but Colorado splashes and you know that Dion got rid of all of his all of the old kids or all of the other kids the previous regimes recruits and players and then he brought in his own son and he had a, an ability to turn around his previous program at Jackson and now he's trying to do the same thing at Colorado and I think the answer is yeah it it 
it is more interesting with this sea of teams and maybe faceless coaches and players you don't know so much about if you have just a little hook. And it's very polarizing as well because some people think Dion is exactly what Colorado needs and is great for college football. And other people think he's a total total fraud and is just an attention-hungry guy. And I, to me personally, I think there's truth to both. I think undoubtedly at his last stop, he proved that he can coach, even if it was against a lesser level of coaches, resources, programs, and talent than he's going to be dealing with in a Power 5 conference. But he still won almost every game and clearly injected major energy and life into the locker room, into games, into stadium ops, into the program, into the conference, into historically black colleges in general. So Dion does have a magic there. That's undeniable, and it worked. But I also think that so much of this attention that Colorado's getting is simply based on the fact that Dion knows what buttons to press to get attention. And that if you really look at the roster, it was pretty bad to begin with. They were really bad last year, and they're still going to be kind of bad this season, and he's not a miracle worker overnight. Now, CU might get there eventually to where they're competing for a conference championship at some point, but it's not yet. And so when I look at Colorado as a nearly 20-point underdog to open up the season against TCU, you're thinking, wow, Dion's getting 19.5 points? All right. But then you realize, well, TCU played for a title last season. And Colorado finished 1-11 and last year. So are you really all in on the plus 19.5? Or you just think that, well, it's Dion. Also, their win total is 3.5 games. 3.5 games. Okay, so that is incredibly low. And you might automatically say, well, I'm definitely going to bet the over because Dion's going to be 4-8, and eight, I guarantee you, or better. Four and eight. I only got to go four and eight to win that bet. However, they open against TCU, and then a non-conference game is Nebraska. So they're on the road in Fort Worth, and then have Nebraska coming in. That's two of their non-conference games. All right. And so, well, TCU is a conference game, but then they have a conference schedule slate that looks like this: at Oregon, home to USC. At UCLA, at Utah, those are brutal games. There's no breathers on this schedule. So getting four wins out of that, yikes. So I would bang the under as well. So I think it's enticing because the numbers feel like, well, Dion, those are low bars to jump over for Dion. But the reality is, I don't think he can. Dion makes it interesting to wager on the Buffaloes this year. 855-212-4CBS on Twitter, DA on CBS. Now, I'd, I'd like to, to volley over to Mraz now because here is a guy that enjoys himself on a Saturday sitting down with a buffalo chicken dip and a six-pack of Kona Big Wave and enjoying college football and, and throwing some shekels on some college football. But he's also doing this show. He's booking guests, air quotes, for this show. And so he's more in tune with college football. When you go down the hall, New York City, nobody cares about college football. Will you be still enjoying a little wagering on Saturdays anymore? 
Of course I do. I'm an American DA. Oh. I love to bet. I love football. Uh-huh. I love buffalo chicken dip. But you're not working alongside any guys that know college football. Even better, because guess what? Draft comes around next year. Who are they going to go to? Old Uncle Shawnee has been watching college football all year long. I like so what? I don't. I need to uh, only watch something because I need to talk about it. Heck no! I enjoy college football with or without work. Okay. I all need right. the bands, the pageantry, the whole dynamic. Okay. Okay. So you're still in. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm having uh, Bob's by the Bay. Come on down. Opening college football Saturday Labor Day weekend. Gelb's coming big. Ringdinger. Is that right? Gelb is coming by? Yeah, he came the last two years. He's already te- people already. Te- it's becoming a thing now. I start college football season at Bob's by the Bay. That's the Saturday of Labor Day? Yeah, absolutely. And we sit there and gamble from noon to midnight and eat a lot of sausage and peppers off the Blackstone. Oh, that's a nice one. It's a nice day. The pool's open and little cornhole if Northwestern and uh, Toledo get out of hand and you have a good time. <laughs> okay. Okay. Very good. Will you wager on Dion on either one of those numbers? I'm not going to play the over-under at all because I don't know enough about the roster. I know that I've said they've lost a ton of people. But am I going to be more likely to wager on a singular Colorado game or include them in a parlay just by the mere fact that they're interesting with Dion? Yes. Wow, and I said Colorado TCU is a conference game. It's not. No. Because Colorado's in the Pac-12. Exactly. Yeah, but that's okay. They used to be in the Big 12. Yeah. In fact, one of our biggest uh, arguments back there, remember, you went on and on about Maryland being the ACC, and we didn't correct you for 15 minutes that they were in the Big 10. <laughs> so not the first time. <laughs> this realignment stuff, it's tough to keep up with. Well, we're we're off and running. How do you feel? My mic is on. <laughs> Perfect. I feel good. I feel good. A little nervous. Bogus is basically giving me hugs on the way in. So we're, we're going to be fine. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think today it's going to hit Bogues more than any of us. That's my prediction. Bogues, you think? Bogues was the one guy who didn't really say his piece when we first said goodbye. I think me and Pete have gotten a lot of things out of the way. You even joined down the line that day. Bogues, really, he had enough of all. I think today Bogus is going to have to deal with his emotions and feelings. Has Bogues been avoiding the emotions? I think so. And look, we're all human. You can't avoid emotions. You bottle it up, you burst out. I get the sense today, today is going to be a, a tough day for the bags under the eyes for Bogus. Really? How's Pete been toward you, towards you? Cold, frosty, warm, inviting? Certainly not inviting. Uh, I mean, he's been fine. A lot of red carpet. What's going on? I mean, a little, little nasty, you're leaving to us. be honest. <laughs> Quote, you're leaving us. Okay. Yeah. That's an interesting way to frame this. Uh, yeah, I could just, uh, I, look, I think Pete, me and Pete love each other, but I get the sense he, he today wants today over with more than he's <laughs> celebrating today. Pete, true or false? You want today over? Uh, no. Uh, well, a little bit of both. <laughs> I, I, I getting kind of tired of, of people coming up with sales pitches to Sean as as he sits in our newsroom. Oh, you know the sales team yes, for well, the other station, which happens. I understand. Oh wow, is that right? You're already getting some endorsement deals. And it happened again this morning, um, which I guess. I mean, I, I guess it speaks to how little people are doing around here. Can we hurry up on CBS Sports Radio here? Hurry up, yeah. But I'm getting a lot of. A lot of pitches come on. Pete's just sitting there shaking his head, pounding the table. A lot of pitches. Okay, weight loss. What's going on? I, I, I'm not ready to regrow eat, hair. Eat uh, food, alcohol. I thought you're not supposed to be the food guy. Right. If they pay, um, I have to smooth the goalposts a little bit. Okay, so corporate morass. It's okay for you to take that money, it's but it's money. not okay for me to take that money to do weekend shifts over there. 
Oh, I think it's perfectly okay oh, for you. I, to... I thought you were judging me for being a hypocrite with the embargo. No, 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 no. Uh, I see. Oh, I, I really what I the see. listeners were doing. You got diapers though. Oh, 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 oh. I see. Yes. Okay. Okay. So tell me more. Uh, no food, alcohol. Uh, there was even some alcohol. Talk of some backyard bar stuff that was pitched this morning. Is that right? How about that? I don't know, man. What, what are you going to do? I'm just a humble guy from humble beginnings. Whatever right. they need me to do. <laughs> is that right? But yes, Pete now is getting a big grumble in the newsroom every time somebody comes over. Well, that's great. Now, let me just go to that topic list from Monday. Ah, here it is. That fraud DA hosted on WFAN Sunday topic list. And that was ri- that was written by you, actually. That was actually a topic list written by you in the title. Yeah, but that was a quote, I think, from a squishy liquid yeah. tweet. Uh, I see. Yeah. Okay, okay. Also, yeah, I right. was drunk. You know you know me with drunk, drunk topic Sunday nights. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the alcohol endorsements, I, of course. I see. So, so you're not going to be the food guy, but you will be accepting money to endorse food down the hall. I'm only the food guy if they pay me to be the food I guy. Mm. Falling up. Got mm. it. Got it. Yeah. It's a good day, DA. So I, I heard the uh, the guest that I'm going to be emotional today. Sean yeah, might have been right about that. There might have been emotions mm. until I heard <laughs> the sales pitch spiel before the show that Pete has brought up. And that immediately took any positive slash sad emotions away. So now we're into frustration. I guess there's some jealousy mixed in there as well. But that was a good tone setter to get me back in the right mind frame good. for these next four hours. Good. So Morass hasn't done a minute yet down the hallway, but already sales flies are around him, pitching him this, that, and the other thing. And I can, yeah. and I can do without the WFAN conga line that comes in this control room. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun, too. The person who mentioned this to Sean used to be my friend, um, and now he didn't even say good morning to me while giving Sean <laughs> free money. It's good times. Stepped right over your body. Basically. Like the sales department does. They walk right past us. <laughs> Call a CBS Sports Network. People look for, oh, that's where time I to shine that. happens? Nope. On tours. <laughs> CBS Sports. Oh, this is CBS Sports Network. Oh, where's Brent Stover? <laughs> <laughs> I think Tim Brando works for us. <laughs> Congratulations, Sean. Just getting started. Just getting started. When we come back here on the show, sound check your best audio of the day, including Lane Kiffin lashing out of the transfer portal at SEC Media Days. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. We begin with Elaine Kiffin in Soundcheck, Ole Miss head coach. He's taken the podium at SEC Media Days yesterday, and he riffed about a little bit of everything, including Paul Feinbaum's declarations that Nick Saban has been passed by. He also got the question, Coach, people say I look like you. Do you think I look like you? And Lane also pontificated on the NIL landscape, name, image, likeness, de- likeness deals for players. I was just thinking on a plane ride over here. What if you had that in other sports? Tom Brady, Asia Wilson, Lionel Messi, LeBron James. What if every year those guys can opt into free agency twice a year, really, and they had no long-term contracts? Basically, everybody's not even on a one-month contract because they can leave in two windows. Sorry, that was him on the transfer portal. He also riffed on NIL. And it was weird to hear Lane Kiffin sound like the cranky old guy about, this sport has gone to the birds. We got free agency now. Because Kiffin's one of the younger coaches, and Kiffin runs a modern offense, a fast-forward offense, you would think he'd be in line with young people and empowering them. And and he kind of, I thought, came off hypocritical yesterday because he was lamenting NIL and lamenting the transfer portal, but then saying, but we benefit from it, and so it's fine. I mean, we know. so we want the kids to have money. We want to empower the kids. We like that, but... And I just think that... Lane Kiffin is so perfect for the SEC because for Kiffin, you know, it's like here's a guy that certainly helps out your program. He certainly makes your program relevant, but he tends not to win big games. He tends not to get them to the next level. And so kind of like distorting or distracting via the use of talking about everything else and engaging with every other nonsensical question kind of gives him a little bit of a cover in that way. Here's Nick Saban as Oklahoma and Texas will join the SEC next year. I I think it's a great addition to the SEC. I mean, you've got two um, great programs that have great traditions, um, that have great fan support. Uh, I think it, you know, just continues to uh, sort of the map of the SEC is stronger than ever. Uh, I think the competition is going to be, um, they're going to add a lot to the competition. I think with the new scheduling that we'll have in the future, it's uh, more good games for fans, more diversity in who you play. Uh, so there's a lot of positives. I think the biggest positive is doing away with the divisions. Because for years, we've looked at the SEC West as the champion. There's the de facto SEC champ. That's the real reason. The SEC East, unless it was Florida during their heyday or Georgia the last couple of years, had no chance. And so now you do away with that, and it's just best man wins. So I I really like that. 
I think it's going to make winning the SEC tougher, and it's really going to be tough at Oklahoma, Texas. They've gotten away with some murder over the last decade plus because specifically for Oklahoma, the Big 12 has not been churning out a lot of great teams and a lot of trash defenses, and OU's been the greatest beneficiary. They're going to enter the SEC and get a comeuppance, and I think Texas is the same way. At the same time, once Texas and Oklahoma get SEC paychecks out of it, they become even stronger. So it's certainly going to make everything tougher, but more interesting. And finally, here's a female boxer, Danielle Hensley, who last weekend got a big win and then flashed the crowd and the moment went viral. I have the funniest story to tell you guys about that. I'm in the dressing room before my fight. I'm stickering up, guys. Like, I actually had flame nipple stickers. I'll insert them right here that I intended to wear for my post-fight celebration. I was only gonna pull my top up if I won with my flame, you know, cause girl on fire, girls on fire sort of vibes. And I won my fight, I pulled my top up and the stickers got stuck in my bra. So the whole world saw my my tits were out, my tits were out to everyone. I mean, I'm sure most of you aren't complaining. Okay, so she had flame stickers on Arius, the, the yeah. twins. Yeah. And she was going to flash the crowd and the flame stickers. Girl on Fire was going to be covering the twins. And instead, they got stuck in the sports bra. And then, boom, the twins were out for everybody to see. Big baby in the landfill. 855. Now... I like two things here. Oh, yeah? <laughs> not the... Oh, not those two things. Not those two I got gotcha. you. Number one, I like the faces on everybody in the ring when it happens, including <laughs> the scoring judge. Uh, yes. He's like, oh, oh, didn't expect that tonight. And then number two... My bad, my friend. I'm sorry. She's Aussie, right? I don't know. I was going to ask what her accent is. Yeah, absolutely. She did sound like she was reading an Outback ad. So it's kind of perfect. Like, if there was ever going to be a female boxer that mistakenly, first of all, was going to celebrate by flashing with two fire emojis or stickers, <laughs> it was going to be an Aussie. And also, if there was ever going to be a boxer who mistakenly actually did flash everybody, but then just got, like, a good laugh out of it, it was going to be an Aussie. I've never met an Aussie that worried about anything. They don't, I don't think that part of their brain has ever developed. They don't worry about anything. And she said, you're welcome, right, in there? I think so. She's like, and I'm sure most of you enjoyed it? Yeah. Okay. So you gotta, you gotta own it, right? You gotta own it. If, if I'm ever traveling and there's Aussies around, I'm just like, well, party's here. I mean, these people are just gonna wake up drinking, go to bed drinking, in between, play music, right. and dance, and... Just laugh and, I mean, nothing is going yeah. to affect them. Now, they might get a little angry after getting so drunk that they ain't, that they argue with each other, but they never get mad at you, and they just, they always are in a mood to, like, let's have a good time. Wow, you've been around that many Aussies like that? What? You've been around that many Aussies like that? When you travel, Australians travel quite wow. a bit. Wow. Oh, you think about it. The Foster's oil can's always big, so they're always liking the alcohol, That's clearly. Right. Um, and think about the boomerang. Like, we don't do the boomerang here. Mm. The fact that you can kind of have fun like a Frisbee, but it's more like a hockey stick put together and it flings back at you. Mm -hmm. 
Like, that's a good time. Mm-hmm. I was thinking more like <laughs> the Bloomin' Onion. Now, that's a big, fat, good time. Of course. And like I've said for a long time, Outback invented the cheese fry, Aussie cheese fries. They don't do regular ranch dressing. It's like ranch with a zest. Um, so it's great. And they know how to pumpernickel some butter or butter some pumpernickel. It's a whole go. thing. Yeah. My guess is, Bogues, when you went over to Ireland, there might have been some Aussies that were traveling around you. Uh, there were enough Irish people no, living there point. all the time. That if there good. were Aussies mixed in, it was hard to find. Well, that they were a good time as well. Yeah. They don't stick out necessarily around right. Irish. E- either way, both groups, you go, okay, I'm going to go to bed now. You guys will be here in the morning still, <laughs> yes, right? I'll just yeah, see you when yeah. I wake up. Okay, great. Yeah, they close down every bar. Yeah. My guess also is when you go down to that Dave Matthews Island concert, there's some Aussies. I'm sure there are. And good timing. Announced just yesterday. Ticket sales go uh, go up next week. They're just starting saving right. now. They circle on the map where the biggest party is. And they're like, we're going there. I think they just stay there. Again, they just, just stay there. We're taking up permanent residence. We're here all year yeah, long. Yeah. You guys come for five days. We got the other 360. Don't worry. I was going to say Stephen Adams has that attitude, but he's a Kiwi. He's not Aussie. But he's what, got, is, what does I that think, mean? I think that's... Oh, here, you can answer that question first. Uh, Kiwi is somebody from New Zealand, which is next to Australia. No, I know they're co-hosting the World Cup. That's interesting. Where do you get Kiwi? Is that where Kiwis are from? Is that why? No, I would imagine, yes. Okay. I would think an NZ, a New Zealander. <laughs> right. Yeah. What are you going to say, folks? I don't remember anymore. <laughs> I don't have to cut those anymore. Yeah. Oof. Half Year of the Buffoon and Decade of the Buffoon coming your way a little bit later on in the morning. It can take a decade to listen to the Decade of the Buffoon. There's been so much buffoonery. Well, that actually is true. Pete had to whittle down six years of the Decade of the Buffoon into one listenable montage or else it would have been probably nearly 40 straight minutes. It's 11 minutes. And that was, again piecemeal together. Yeah, the director's cut is how we're replacing <laughs> Sean. We're not hiring a person, and we're just going to play that. In all seriousness, Pete usually gets, puts together maybe an 11 to 12 minute montage at the end of a year. And then I whittle it down to like eight or nine. We had to whittle those down into one 11 minute block. But if you took the original 11 minute director cuts, times seven... That's 77 minutes of Mraz not knowing things. And that's the tip of the iceberg. (laughs) And that's just on air. Right. 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 They say, well, like 90% of the iceberg is under the water. That's how Sean's buffoonery is. We give you the top 10% on the air. The rest lives where you can't see it. And we don't want to remember it. We did a half-year buffoon. and 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 the director's cut is seven minutes. And the actual final edit is five minutes. Yeah, and that's I just mean, half a year. Some of those things are probably debatable whether I actually got them wrong or not. Pete probably stretches it a little bit. Not debatable. <laughs> is this going to be your the jack defense that we manipulate audio? We'll see. I'll, I'll wait and I'll, I'll hear I it out see. first. Well, I just want to alert the sales staff at WFAN. We'll be having the year of the buffoon coming up here and the decade of the buffoon yeah. coming up. So. Get your pitches now. (laughs) Get your SAT prep course pitches ready. (laughs) If you have any GED sponsorships, (laughs) you can keep the tools, too. (laughs) By the way, it shows you what DA still thinks of me. The first thing that jumped out of his mouth earlier, it just registered me, weight loss? You doing weight loss ones? (laughs) 
I mean, looking at me like I'm that fat still? Well, you're not going to go yachting. Whoa, 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 whoa. We've had, you've been asking for a weight loss endorsement right. for 10 years here on the network. Then you told us on the air that Tiki insisted he's going to get you into shape. Yeah, I'm going to run marathons with him. So <laughs> would those two things not lead me to believe that maybe there's a weight loss endorsement for you down the hallway? All right. I mean, if that's what your mindset was, it did. It, it sounded like you had a little je ne sais quoi behind it where you were like. <sighs> Again, you're using The weight wrong. loss. <laughs> Come on. Can you be the dumb French guy in the fan? How does that work? Can you be the fat guy? Meanwhile, yesterday, you made the pitch for the show All Fat, starring you. <laughs> also, not for nothing, but yesterday, as I was exiting the studio at the end of my day, you were shirtless in front of a green screen with a baseball bat and a backwards hat doing poses. So what am I led to believe is happening in your next stop? By the way. Those pictures the, hadn't leaked yet. So spoiler alert. <laughs> and by the way, the replacement is not going to be temporary. <laughs> Let's just say that. We're, I mean, so we're supposed to believe that you're going down the hallway and you won't be the food guy as you promotional photos, you take off your shirt with a Buddha belly pouring out and a baseball bat. Yeah, gross, but the Buddha belly used to be fatter. So I think it's. I don't know. Maybe they're what? gonna come out bad. I'll see, we'll see how they touch them up. What kind of wormhole do you think exists between this studio and that yeah, one right. that you're gonna walk through and come out on the other end, yeah. refined, <laughs> in shape, intelligent? I got one shot at 36 to change my life for the better. I like to see the people in this room that that make these that say, "Oh yeah, this pitch oh, is good." No <laughs> cap leaked the video on our stream right now. All bets are off today. Wow. We've been holding bullets back. 38 minutes in, and Cap has released the Kraken, the real Kraken. <laughs> and that is the video of Mraz in front of a green screen. Shirtless, sunglasses, baseball bat. Uh, jeans. Uh, no, those are black sweatpants. <laughs> black sweatpants. What? I don't know what that promotes. Tune in. Yeah. Highbrow sports conversation. <laughs> Sean Morash. Yeah. Do you hate the usual radio schlock? Not here. We've got Sean Morash. I'm not going to be your traditional radio dummy anymore. <laughs> I mean, this video is just outlandish. It will make sense when you start watching Hard Knocks. <laughs> Even worse. Oh, it's I know. Ugh. I know what you mean, and it's terrible still. Yep. Yep. Ugh. Yep. All right, well, Bogues says headlines. Well, right back to Sean we go. He's about oh. to take his ridiculous heartbreak over the Yankees' World Series drought 14 long years to a safer place, mm. somewhere with many more illogical minds. And it appears that drought's going to continue with the Spankies last in the AL East this morning still atop the division. The Orioles? Lau a walk and hit by pitch. Bautista fires. Lau on the ground. Frazier throws to Gunner. Gunner to first. And they get a double play. The Orioles pull a double play. And Felix Bautista wraps it up. Melanie Newman on Orioles Radio. Baltimore starting a four-game set in Tampa Bay with a 4-3 win in 10. A Colton Kouser sack fly ends up being the difference. Kouser. The O's have a one-game lead on those Rays in the division. The first time they have led the East post-All-Star break since August of 2016. Partly because Tampa is now 3-12 and in July. Second baseman Brandon Lau's got your optimism. We're going to lose baseball games. We're not going to Dwell on it. It's not the end of the world. Season's not over today. So, show up tomorrow. Act like it's 
the first game of the season and go out there and try to win a ball game. I'll remind him though, the Pirates are also three and twelve this month, the worst marks in the bigs. That's not the company you want to keep mm. if you are the Rays. The Astros got a three one win in Oakland and the Cardinals stayed hot seven two at Wrigley. That's a six game win streak. Two more RBI for Nolan Arenado. Mariners outfielder Jared Kelnick has a broken right foot from kicking a water cooler after striking out Wednesday night. Kelnick oh is a former Mets prospect, and this is a very Metsy injury. Uh, so I guess you can take the guy out of the Mets, but not the Mets out of the guy. <laughs> it really is true. Yeah. That would be the injury that sinks the Mets' pennant yeah. chances. Yes. Francisco Alvarez is about to be broke. Both feet kicking two water coolers just to right. one up Jerry right. Kelnick. Cespedes uh, went, yeah, not bad. <laughs> Pretty good. Throw a horse in next time. Yeah. Just for yeah, yeah. A couple horses. <laughs> Livestock helps, Jared. Uh, it's day two, round two of the Open Championship. Brian Harmon is four under through 10 holes today. Now minus eight overall, a three shot lead on Christo Lamprecht and Tommy Fleetwood who shot those five unders. Yesterday, Rory McIlroy is on the course right now. He is two under through six holes today. That's minus two overall. Dustin Johnson going the other way. Five over here in round two, plus eight overall. Match day two of the Women's World Cup is done. Spain steamrolled Costa Rica three zips, scoring those goals in a six-minute first-half span. Switzerland spoiled the Philippines' World Cup debut 2-0. And Canada and Nigeria played to a scoreless draw. The U.S. faces Vietnam 9 Eastern tonight. The NFL tacked on a $60 million exit fee to Dan Snyder yesterday as Josh Harris's purchase of the Commanders was approved. In animosity. Uh, anonymity. Yep. No, no, no. Unanimously by owners. Uh, the league fines Snyder that 60 mil for withholding revenues from the rest of the league and for Snyder sexually harassing a former team employee. Those the findings of the infamous Mary Jo White investigation. Only the, the two that they can admit to. The right. league can admit that they found out. There's probably another 12 that they could have hit him on. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. And from the WNBA, the Aces hammered the Storm 79-63, improving to 20-2. and That matches wow. the 98 Comets and the 2016 Sparks for the best start in league history. That's a super team right there. It is. Big D- super team. D- Thank D- you, folks. When we come back here on the show, Jordan Addison doing 140. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Shout. Shout. DA on CBS Sports Radio. All right, thanks for listening to us. You can check us out at hundreds of affiliates nationwide as well as Sirius XM Channel 158. So check out any of the affiliates across the great CBS Sports Radio Network and Sirius XM Channel 158. Also, you can check us out using the apps, the free Odyssey app or the free CBS Sports app. Target Demo Friday is coming earlier than normal. We're clearing the deck in hour number four for some farewells and some taped pieces. And so we're going to do Target Demo Friday in hour number three. So just a heads up to get those in on Twitter, DA on CBS, on Facebook. We'll put the meme out here shortly, facebook.com slash the DA show. And on the phones as well, hour number three is when we'll open up the phones for you guys to say your salutations to Moretz. Now, after what has happened at Georgia, where a player died and a Georgia staffer also passed away as they were racing 
with excessive speeds after the national championship game, alcohol involved. And after Henry Ruggs, who had a bright career first-round draft pick, ends in a traumatic, devastating situation where his passenger is killed in the the car car crash, and he's faced with potential jail time and maybe the end of his career. It would just seem insane, would it not, to be a young draft pick in the NFL and finally get that money, finally get that cash or have the cash right around the corner. Your NFL career is here and test that after seeing players pass away or get involved in deathly crashes in the last two years. And yet Jordan Addison, who was the best wide receiver in football, in college football, a couple of years ago for Pitt, and then transferred to USC, did exactly that. Jordan Addison, who was drafted by the Minnesota Vikings, ends up getting popped at 140 miles an hour. He was a first-round draft pick for the Vikings. And teaming with Justin Jefferson, Addison, who's got a ton of talent, could be a tremendous wide receiver duo for the Vikings. And yet, driving one of his Lamborghinis, or his Lamborghini, a Super Sport SUV Lambo, just after 3 a.m. in St. Paul, Addison's vehicle was going 85 miles an hour over the speed limit on I-94. Speed limit was 55. He's doing 140. There's rookie symposiums. There's your agents. There's your parents. There's your coaches, etc. There's a lot of, there's the news on your phone. There's a lot of warning signals and bells that should go off around you. Hey, be smart. Hey, don't risk everything. Hey, this is your chance. Hey, you finally have money. You're young. You want to live fast. People like fast cars. Young people really like fast cars. Young people with money really, really like fast cars. You're a celebrity now. You're important. It feels like you have the life by the you-know-what, and you might feel invincible, but And despite all of that, it still takes the human being to be like, and I shouldn't do this. You can have all the warnings, you can have all of the safety nets, and yet it still comes down to the person saying, I can't do this. And I just look at a situation like this and go, you weren't scared by the Henry Rugg situation when the video is released, and we all saw this, on social media where the car is in flames and the girl he was with died. It It's not scary to you. We all have read the stories about what happened at Georgia. You can't escape that. That's not scary to you. And in a 55, you think you're going to do 140. And not only will you be safe, you don't think that you'll lose control, you potentially wreck the car, what have you, wreck yourself, but you also think you're not going to get popped by a trooper? Like, a 140, what are you assuming? And it just is a devastating state of decision-making by a young person. It doesn't have to be a young person. Bob Huggins did this to a different degree, different dynamic. But 
It's like, so what were you thinking at 3 a.m.? And if you were at 3 a.m. doing 140, were you also intoxicated under the influence? Because then think about what could have ended. I mean, the fact of the matter is this is the best case scenario. Best case is speeding ticket. Best case by a long shot. So we will see if Jordan Addison uses this to wake up or Jordan Addison ultimately is this type of person that is prone to really awful decision-making. When we come back here on the show, the British Open gets a page out of the DA Superstition Handbook. This is the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.